Jono, Ben and Sharon. It is The Edge. John Ben and Sharon, thanks our mates at Helen Sloan Brothers. Don't forget, you can check out our show page at theedge.co.nz to win the all-new high-performance suit. Big show Ooh, today. Yeah, well, it you is. Tell, you, tell, you be telling us about that big show, girl. Well, there is a, there is a big that? show coming up. 3.30, the next clue for Person X. You could have won $10,000, and you have no freaking idea, but listen out for that latest clue at 3.30. We're really starting to narrow that down. Oh, yeah. Like, you would be going at this stage, if, all of, if you're ticking all of these boxes, you'd be going, mm-hmm. Might be me. That's what you'd be saying to yourself. Uh, KFC Edge Fest not too far away. We've got one of the big stars joining us in the studio after five as well as a chance for you and a mate to go there after four. Can I just say, I just looked at today's Person X clue and it is very specific. So you don't want to miss that at 3.30. Okay. Just saying. But coming up next, there is a kid that can do something that your kid probably definitely can't and you probably couldn't do it when you were a kid. Find out what it is in just a couple of minutes. It is The Edge. John O'Ben and Sharon. Oh, here it is. That it involves that, okay? <laughs> we won't say any more. It is hilarious. Okay? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, so uh, some news from Argentina over the uh, over the last 24 hours. Um, and a child has uh, swallowed a uh, horn. So the horn <laughs> is inside the child. Is it kind of like, like a squeaky toy? It's like a squeaky like a whistle, toy horn. Yeah. yeah, so it's from a toy. And so now when he talks, he sounds... When he talks. He sounds like this. Come on, Mum. That makes me happy. Well, no, 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 don't don't go. Oh, just smile because it makes you happy well, too. As long as the kid's alright. The kid's having a blast. He's got a whistle listen, in his throat. Listen, he's happy. Listen, that's if a happy, happy sounding kid. And you know it. Blow your whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you oh, swallow Ben, you're so nice. No, you're so nice. He can't, he can't. Just have a laugh at the Have a laugh, laugh at the tell me, tell me he's okay. Then he's I can a, have a he's laugh. totally fine. Oh, good, okay. You can hear him, he's fine. He sounds happy. Listen. <laughs> That's a happy kid. Listen to like you. goose. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a mum, Ben. You're like, ah, well, he sounds like a goose, doesn't he? He sounds like a goose. That's a classic trip to the A&E, though. Have you ever had to go uh, to the A&E for anything embarrassing? Uh, yes, I uh, fell down a, a hill. He's made a full recovery. There you go. I'm yeah. reading online. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Having a laugh Can I now. play it again now? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's, That's good. good. I uh, I fell down a hill once and ended up knocking myself out and having to go to hospital outside uh, Bryce, my husband's house, uh, when I was trying to be cool and stalk him. And uh, I was... Can I say stalking? I don't think it's ever been well, considered cool. cool. Some people would say stalking. I would say... Well, if you're a fellow stalker, you'd go, well, that's some cool stalking you just did there. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that I stalking. I was playing it with a fancy seeing you here, but I was trying to be real cool and I uh, walked backwards and <laughs> fell over a ledge smashed my head on some concrete and rolled down the hill and uh, woke up. Uh, he was slapping my face because he thought I was, like, faking it, but I was, like, completely hot to it. Then I woke up at an ambulance, like, <gasps> like freaking out, like, oh, my God, did he see me? Do you know what he did? He went inside. He didn't even come in the ambulance with me. He went inside and went to bed. Oh, but but he, waited, he waited for the ambulance. Yeah. But, so... He should have come with me. He should have been like, my stalker is unconscious. <laughs> I should take him to hospital. What time of the morning was this? Oh, it was like, it was like yeah, 11 p.m. Sounds like they might have been drinking it involved. <laughs> 11 p.m. And you're like, oh, fancy seeing you here outside your house at 11 o'clock at night.
<laughs> and then she uh, stalk a laugh as well. Yeah, it was a good time. But hey, it was a funny A and E story. You fell head over heels, literally. For literally. Your husband. <laughs> Tell you what, took me another good three months to convince him to go out with me, but right. he did. Now we're married. Okay, we're gonna open up the phone line. Handcuffed to the bed at home, <laughs> and he's loving life. <laughs> Bryce, next time we see, blink twice if uh, if you want us to help. He's not allowed to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right, under the edge is the phone uh, phone line. Your best A and E stories. Yep. Angeline, you work in an A and E. You must have some crackers. Yes, I've got quite a few crackers um, at my school. Okay, let's give me, let's give us your top two or three. <laughs> uh, I worked in Australia for quite a few years, so I've um, at least the confidentiality is is good. But um, an eighteen-year-old boy came in who had put a raw chicken egg up his bottom. Wow. Okay. So okay. many questions. How did he get that up there? Like, did he not? Because I exploded a egg just in the microwave this morning. Like, how did he get a, a get an egg in a shell I up his butt? I thought your example was going to a very different <laughs> <laughs> different location there, Sharon. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I never exploded I'm glad in you there. With microwave, not there. No. How did you? How did he get the the egg up there without shattering the shell? Um, apparently, he was playing truth or dare with his friends, and his friends dared him to put the raw chicken egg up his bottom and then he came into emergency because he couldn't get it out. Um, very <laughs> embarrassed and he ended up being very angry because we kept asking him what he had done and he needed to have um, surgery to have it removed. Oh, wow, jeez. You couldn't lay that egg. Well, they do say don't put all your eggs in one basket, but that's not the place you should put <laughs> your eggs, right? Do you realise that you guys just both did terrible puns off no, the back of that? No, it wasn't puns. It was a saying. It was like saying that well, they should saying. put eggs just my to imagine, have a second basket. My biggest concern is that, like, your parents would say to you when you were growing up, don't hang out with them. They're a bad influence because they made you late home from school. Imagine that conversation. Don't hang out with them. They're a bad influence. They make you put raw eggs up your butt. Did he? Have, exactly. did, the, did the friends have to wait with him or what? No, he came on by himself, which was even more dodgy looking. Yeah. And um, he had this, he had an X-ray of his stomach down, and the chicken egg was sitting absolutely perfectly in between his penis bones. Like it was meant to. Wow! Hell of a game of truth or dare. Like, what was the truth? <laughs> 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 That's a great point. That's a great point. Oh, I don't want to. I got some dark secrets. Oh, so I don't want to get out there. Clearly, I've got some dark secrets. Give All me right. the egg. Hey, sounds good, though. We're always looking for wacky gags to do on the show. Guess what yeah. we're doing tomorrow? John O'Pryor puts a raw chicken up his butt. Can he get it higher than his pelvis? You'll find out at 3.30 tomorrow. And I'll give it my best shot, <laughs> John O'Ven and Sharon. The Edge. So, Sharon, we uh, were in the car today. We went to uh, the university to hand out some hashtag KFC Edgefest tickets at the uh, O'Rourke Hall there. Oh, yeah. Um, and Ended up playing basketball for... Oh, Quite yeah, if you want to see the boys make a half-court <laughs> shot, uh, check it out on our Instagram. Sorry, Ben, I missed yours. Ben nailed <laughs> a beautiful half-court shot. I Sharon thought... was going to be filming, and she was like, sorry, I forgot to push record on the Instagram. No, I was I was recording it, and then last minute I was like, he didn't get it. You got my five air balls, so that's good that those are, <laughs> those are, those are on the internet. It's very surprising. <laughs> I would say it was a wonderful shot, Ben. It went straight through the hoop. It was really good. Well, but the air balls will be there on the edge Instagram. That's yeah, fine. You know, there was a part of me today going, geez, I could just start it all over again. Hang out with my new young mates. <laughs> play b ball. It's a bit weird. Well, would I be? Would I, would I look you're weird? You're a weird going, person. Would I look weird going back to university? Well, you could do it though if you want. Chilling with the kids. You'd look like the guy who had rich parents and was just hanging out in the dorm hotboxing all day. And trying to sell them party pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what do I have that look about me? What yeah. What's the weird bald old guy still doing at uni? Yeah, there's always one. Sharon, I want, I'd like to take you to task on something that uh, happened on the way there. And yeah. it's happened previously as well. I know yeah. I just haven't confronted you about it. We're okay. in the car. Whenever we're in a group car situation, yeah. travelling as a group, yeah. Sharon's always like, shotgun. Everyone knows I sit in the front seat. Here's I some, do. And so, so every out of politeness, Ben and myself have always let Sharon sit in the front. Now, mm-hmm. midway through the drive today, I thought I'd secretly record you. Yeah, GCSB, <laughs> motherfucker. Shotgun for the ride home? No, I'm the biggest. I contractually get shotgun. I just call shotgun on the ride home? Yeah, well, I'm con- it's in my contract, I get shotgun. Why do you have to go shotgun <laughs> Because I get car sick. I get car sick too. I'm shotgun on the way home. You do not get car sick. Now, the rules of shotgun would state that I am now in... Because I've called it for the ride back. You've got it on the way there, and I've called it for the ride back. Hey, that's mine. Yeah. Stay in your lane. I have <laughs> I have heard the right to uh, front seat in the edge Jeep. I've been here a long time. That's where I sit. I've always sat there. Wonder. Always. But surely you get to share it around. Share surely it around. the rules of nah. shotgun state that if you Jonathan guys that- are skinny, you don't have any butts, you're not pregnant, get in the back seat. No. Get no. in the back seat. She's she's claiming car sickness. But what, oh, if, no, we get, get- what if we get car sick? What? Does your car sickness take priority over our car sickness? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> I because well, I do. <laughs> See, look, you ring it. That's to not the an argument. On. To the front on. Let's ring it. We'll ring Guy Williams. He'll tell you who sits in the front. You ask him. Everyone knows I've always sat in the front, as long as I've been here. But see, Guy is 10 foot tall, and you would not even let him in the front. Yeah. Yeah. He never had you a problem with it. Squeeze him in the back seat. Never had a problem with it. Got his knees up by his ears, the poor guy. Hello, Guy Williams. Guy, when we travel in the car, who sits in the front seat? You. Thank you. Guy. <laughs> Sorry, it's Jono here as well, mate. You're, you're just embroiled in the middle of a very heated uh, discussion right now. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Sharon, correct me if I'm wrong. Sharon would make you, standing at 10 foot tall, squeeze into yeah. the back seat of a car. No, with yeah. your massive head as no, well, too. There's actually, about that. Guy never tried. He was always chivalrous and gave me the front seat. I'm just saying... I- Sharon was a bastard who always made me go... <laughs> the truth comes out, truth now. Comes hey, out now. but did I, did I not sit in the back without even calling shotgun to be polite when um, I was travelling with you and your girlfriend, though? Probably. That probably happened one time, but yep, most of the time, time. she slapped me and made me go sit in the middle. <laughs> oh, okay, nice talking to you, guy. Nice talking <laughs> to you, guy. Good to talk to you, mate. So See you later. You, you let Guy and his girlfriend sit in the front. Yeah, well, it was Once. Guy's car, and it was the first time I'd met her. <laughs> Maybe so next time. Go, right, in the back you go. Yeah, next time I'll be like, shotgun! Look, it's where I sit. It's where I sit. It's like the, ca- it's like the couch. Everyone has their, their spot at home. Well, you home. know, you've reserved the, the best front. spot. It's like going to the, the, going to a Warriors game. What so do you I, need the front I always sit in the corporate box. It's like, well, you haven't got a ticket for the corporate what box. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Whatever. I am in the front. It's, I'm getting it put on my contract. Can't wait till I'm pregnant and I can make all these demands. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The itch. Kiwi Heroes time. This is where we find someone at random and give them a chance to become a Kiwi hero. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the everyday New Zealander, salt of the earth New Zealander. They answer the phone, and uh, what they listen to down the line is a oh, it's a bit of a oh. shady conversation. It's one that'll keep you up at night if you haven't, you know, had a good morality to call the person and get them out of trouble. Yeah. So then we give them a phone number uh, and a chance to uh, call back and save the day for someone that they they don't know and become a Kiwi hero. And we've had a pretty good hit rate so far. We have. Well, it's, I'd say it's sitting about 90 percent people calling back. Yeah. So today, Ben, myself, we are internet scammers. We've scammed Sharon, who's going to be playing an old lady. Hello, my name's Gwenda. Okay. That's me. I'm committing to my role. You sound like you have a pig leg and an eye patch. <laughs> I do, and I like a cask like chardonnay at the end of the day. 
followed by a sherry. Uh, we're going to call this number and um, they're going to listen on our conversation about how we've been ripping off the peg leg lady and uh, see if they call back and help her out. Maybe you could say that you found a che- like instead of having a peg leg, you could get me a motorised leg for 10 grand. That's what we've said. <laughs> Hello, shall I speak? Yeah, so um, you know the uh, the old lady we've yeah. been ripping off on the internet. Ah, uh, the the one we're ripping off. Yeah, yeah. On the internet. Yeah. Well, I managed to get ten thousand dollars out of her account. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. How'd you do that? Well, I noticed she had a peg leg, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I said that we could get you a motorised peg leg. For ten thousand dollars, she put ten grand through to us. We've got ten grand in our account, and we're not going to give her the motorized pig leg. No, but what yeah. I need, what I need to, what I need to do, as you know, uh, do you still have her number? Yeah, because I need to phone her and say all oh, the the motorized pig leg is on the way. Okay, yeah, her number is oh nine. I'll just say it again because it sounds like it's quite noisy where you are, mate. Yeah, it's quite. I'm opening <laughs> doors and stuff. Oh. I need to put some CRC on that door, actually. Oh, nine. That's her number. I'd yeah. hate for anyone else to call her, let her know about our little scam. But yeah. why would they? Because it's just you and me on this phone line. Well, if anyone else were to call her, we wouldn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> oh, that's good. Just a bit of armless. I oh, know, she's lost it. Yeah, anyway, I thought I had some. Didn't. Anyway, I'll go back to opening my doors in just a second. But here's that number no, again. No, it was my door, remember? Oh, that's right. Oh, nine. <laughs> That's hope, the number. I hope no one phones the sweet old peg-legged lady <laughs> and tells her that we've just ripped her off $10,000. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely hope that doesn't happen. It's weird it's an internet scam, but we're quite phone-focused. <laughs> oh, okay. good. I always, always like just laughing for no reason yeah, with you. Too. We just have a good old we time, do have don't have a good we? laugh, Because we? we scam people. Oh, we do. It's a great time it being makes a us scammer. Happy. Okay, I'm going to go now, just in case anyone wants to phone, up, phone us back. Why would they? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, okay, have a good you, day. Bye. You too. Gone. Great performance. Great you performance. You guys are the worst. This is why I usually have the starring role in No, you don't, because you always put it with like an Irish accent or something. <laughs> yeah, I commit You're like, to the role. <laughs> I commit to the role. Well, now we have why to don't wait. We just all admit, none of us are great actors. <laughs> no, it's true. That's, I've been on Shortland Street. I am a great actress. Okay, is this person going to call back? Uh, she had a lot of noise going on in the background. <laughs> I don't know if she heard the number, but we'll find out in a couple of songs. John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge. Now, we gave her uh, about eight minutes to call back to become a Kiwi hero to inform the elderly lady she was being ripped off uh, with her motorised leg. No call! No call! It's like she didn't buy the story that somebody had sold a woman a motorised leg. I think it might have been our acting, but we're going to give them a call now. Give them a call back and and see why they didn't become a Kiwi hero. Poor Gwenda. With the strength to carry on. you got a good voice, Sharon. I didn't know you could sing. It wasn't in tune, mate. But thank you. That's why I'm not a judge on a talent show. <laughs> I would have put you through to boot camp and regretted it later. Hello, Shelley speaking. Shelley, you thought you thought you were going to have a good day. You thought you could have been a Kiwi hero. We thought you were a Kiwi hero, but you were just a Kiwi let down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm actually just starting work. It's John O'Ben and Sharon calling from the edge here, Shelley. Uh, we were we were we were questioning your morals by playing Kiwi heroes with you and see if you would save a sweet old lady with her motorised peg leg. Yeah, yeah, no, I tried to remember the number. I got the 09375 and I couldn't remember the rest. Oh, so you would have been a Kiwi hero had how you got the number. More, in, our, in our defence, how many more times could we have handed out the number? Um, probably quite a few, but I'm just trying to get into my overalls to start work. Okay, oh. you, get, you get into your own. What do you do for a job there, Shell? 
Um, I work night shift at the bakery in Tea Oh, oh. Well, I'll tell you what. You might not be a Kiwi hero, but you're a Kiwi baker. And you bake. Yeah. She was gonna. She was gonna phone back. I she think that's gonna, good enough. You know yes, what? No, it's not good enough. Shelly. So I was gonna run into that house and save that kitten from the burning house, but I didn't. No, but you gotta remember a phone number. It's very hard to yeah, remember. Yeah, it's very hard. You know what, Shelly? We're still gonna hook you up with a prize. All right. Thank so you, you Sharon. You hold the line, Thank and we'll Sharon. give you something from the Edge prize cupboard because uh, that's what Gwenda would want. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Is it a mother or a Sydney? Okay, let's give you a chance. Let's give you a chance. Okay, you can tell Gwenda okay, that she's be, being ripped okay, off. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay. Hello, it's Gwenda speaking. Hi, Gwenda. I'm just ringing to let you know that these people are scamming you 10k for a motorised pig leg. Not my motorised pig leg! Thank you for telling me, good Samaritan. You're a Kiwi hero. See, that was it. You got you got the chance to be the hero there you anyway. Go. You're a hero, Shelley. Thanks very much. Hey, Hold the line, you, go and, you go and bake the snot out of some stuff, okay? Well, hopefully there's no snot in it in the first place, but, you know, whatever rings your bell, mate. Kiwi Heroes back next Wednesday. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. KFC Edge Fest is coming up in November, and one of the stars is with us. Mitch James is with us in the studio. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good. Thanks for having us. Always good to see you, Mitch. Uh, We're just talking off air. Sharon's a first impressions type of person, and... uh, I am. And she I absolutely seem- hated me, apparently. It's, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I actually remember when you first when you walked out the first time and I was like, I really like that guy. And I said that. And I've said that about a few people and there's been a few people that I have not said that about. Thanks, well, then, <laughs> But you, then you sort of say it like you're a good, consistent first impressions person. I am, honestly, okay. I, I don't like to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, because <laughs> nine times out of ten, my, my first impressions policy is correct. Okay. As we were just talking about, yeah. yes. It's okay. very, very rare Number I'm wrong. Number one. Mitch James, what's your, what was your first impression of Sharon K? Oh, look, I, I love Shaz. Thank you, Mitch. Well, what was Thumbs your first up. impression of uh, John and Ben, though? Oh, here we go. Absolutely. Hated them, hated them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hated them. Hated them. Look, there has to be a gag one somewhere along the line. Somewhere. It's us. Somewhere. <laughs> so what's been happening, Mitch? Um, I've just been, I've been all around the shop just writing new tunes, making sure this album is just... Um, Stacked to the rafters, basically, and it's um, it's looking really good. I saw the other day Got some bangers that I'll be playing into clubs. <laughs> Don't know about the clubs. <laughs> it depends on what sort of club you're talking D- about. Duck clubs, really. duck clubs, reading clubs. <laughs> Did you yes. write a song? I saw on Instagram you were hanging out with your niece, and you pretty much wrote a song while you're hanging out with with your yeah, niece. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, technically not my niece, like a brother from another mother sort right. of thing. But uh, yeah, he's um, he's just moved over to Melbourne, and I uh, I visited her, and she is just like. It's all a bit surreal because he's 23 and I'm 22 and like, oh my God, if I ever had a kid, like, whoa, no thank you. Yeah. But I just sort of put it in perspective and I just, yeah, wrote a, a nice little little tune about it. Oh, nice. Oh, what nice. was the tune called? Thank God I use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Bang on, right? <laughs> First impression, Shaz. Yeah. Do you think the saying is true? Everyone says uh, that if you're writing songs that you have to write 100 songs before you write a good one. Would that be yeah, your case? Not, not necessarily, but I mean, in, the idea is kind of right. Like, the, fir- yeah. the first few songs I wrote were... The shit. Like, yeah. But, I wrote um, a song once, I just died. Oh, we've talked about I this I bet before, some lyrics yeah. from Pocahontas. It was good. We, we I nailed a, it on the first try. We need to revisit that, eh? <laughs> no. we, need to, we need to find that recording. No. Yeah. If, if, did you record it? Yes. Did you? I sent it to um, Maddie J. Rise, Kaylee's manager, back in the day. He was not interested. <laughs> oh, oh no. where is this oh, audio? This it's amazing. dead. It's gone. It's buried. Maybe Maddie J. still got it. Well, maybe we can no. resurrect it at my set at no. the Yes, KFC no. Edgefest. No, it is dead. I can't even remember how it goes. Oh, you shouldn't uh, have brought it up. Really <laughs> really <laughs> really no, it's second. very, very bad. We're back for the 2017 dance remix, mate. <laughs> Shut up. But talking about KFC Edgefest, uh, you are going to be performing and stuff. Stuntman Sam from the Edge 30 is oh, going to be dressing up as your neck vein. 
Yeah, now everyone knows about my neck vein. See, I never noticed about you. Apparently, Mitch has a neck vein that really Show is quite prominent well, when he performs. I need to be passionately singing. Oh, right. Oh, so you're in, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that's it's a, in the zone thing. Yeah, I, I hear you. Oh, it's a, it's give, us, give us a passionate uh, noise now, and I'll see if I can see it. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it pops up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, oh, but when, I, when I'm in the midst of it, it... it it really goes, gets up it there. Goes, yeah. Now it, you're conscious of it, like yeah. Yeah, almost too. Con- I might get up a, lo- a little neck shade. Or little start wearing turtlenecks and, the, and yeah. skivvies and stuff. See, because this <laughs> is the thing. Turtlenecks won't save you. Oh really? That, that'll, 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 <laughs> that'll, 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 like a bicep <laughs> under on his neck. Because man Sam, he was talking about it on the Fresh Forty because I was filling in for Steph, and I was like, if you were going to talk about Mitch's neck bone, you ring him and you ask him if you can dress up, and he's dressed. He's made this terrible costume. Oh, it's horrendous. It's basically just a skin-coloured sheet that he's wearing as a poncho. It's awful. And um, Mitch is going to let him dance on stage dressed as the neck vein. For one song. One song. One song. But has it made you like paranoid about it or anything? Well... I mean, I can't, I can't get rid of it, so I may as well embrace it. Listen, if we're, force, if we're forcing this Nick Fane character into your set <laughs> and you don't want it to be on there, you just blink twice and we'll, we can make it go away. <laughs> He's blinking twice. He's blinking twice. It's too late. I've got it in way too deep. Oh, way God. Too deep. Well, you are actually in today because you've got a new song out. What's yes. the new song called? It's called All the Ways to Say Goodbye. Um, it's a long song name. I originally wanted it to be called All the Ways. But yep. Who makes the no. call on that? Who makes the um, call on that? Apparently not me. Second album, you get to call the shots, babes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first album, <laughs> it'll do its thing. Yeah, and it'll then do. I'll be call, I'll get you guys in on a song. We'll release you a cover yes. of your song. Yeah. Be great. It's going to be great. How really? dare you want to name dream. your own songs? Blasphemy. <laughs> 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 so, all the ways to say goodbye. What, what, uh, what inspired this song? Uh, it was basically just about being on the road all the time and being away from my girlfriend at the time and um, again I, I hope people can relate to it and I think it's I think it's going to do really well mm. it's almost got a million streams on Spotify already oh, yeah. wow. that's good Mitch said yeah. it's his uh, favourite song so far oh that's mm-hmm. good here's yeah. a follow on to it you know when you're saying goodbye to people outside your house and you wave to them when do you stop waving? Like they're driving up, they're still in the car, and you're still waving. Like you never know when to stop waving. That's a, that's a fantastic point. Actually, write, a, write another follow-up song to. It's all not you have to wait till they leave, like leave the road, right? Until yeah, they're dude. out of sight. You're waving for ten minutes. I just want you guys to know that while you were doing that waving thing, someone walked past reception and thought you were waving, and started waving back. There's another. There's a song you can write about there. So I, much inspiration for when, when you first started saying that story, I thought it was going to be your BBI yeah yeah, and you were you had written a song of all the different ways in different languages you knew how to say goodbye and I was a little bit scared but you're going to perform it for us right now. Let's start with English. Goodbye. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Let's let uh, Mitch do the singing now. He is going to uh, do an acoustic version of his brand new song right now. So take it away, Mitch James. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You wait for me to say you're static on the line You're breaking While these conversations play out in my mind Well, I can see the look in your eye I don't want to be the bad guy If this is gonna be the last night on. Please believe me I don't want to hurt you But we're 
That's why I'm leaving Cause holding on's the worst of all the ways to say goodbye Doubting So I'll dance around it But you can read my mind You don't believe me now, but I know you'll be fine Cause I can see the look in your eyes I don't wanna be the bad guy If this is gonna be the last night Then oh, oh, baby, please believe me I don't wanna hurt you, but we're running out That's why I'm leaving Cause holding on's the worst of all the ways to say goodbye Don't ask me to stay Don't ask me to stay Does the girl that you wrote the song about, does she know the song's about her? Yes, because, she does. She like, does. there's nothing better when you find out that a song's about you and then you listen to it and it's actually good. Like, I've had a couple of songs written about me and they were shitters. Who's <laughs> 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 written a song about you? Just the ex-boyfriends. Really? Yeah, ter- they're terrible songs. Heartbreaker shares. One of them <laughs> One of them framed them and uh, wrote it on... Are these people we might know? No, okay. probably not. They never made it. Unless you've heard of Jason Derulo. Or <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of the great no, Sir Elton John? No. Are you familiar with his works? One of them wrote the song and then framed the lyrics for me. But Whoa, had, um, that's really but creepy. didn't like his handwriting, so typed it up on Microsoft Word in Times New Roman. And I'm like, if you care enough to write a song about me, you care enough to select a font that is nice to look at. It was so, it looked like I had a bill on my wall. The thing is, I th- you know what I reckon? I reckon he forgot to get her a present and was like, uh-oh, what am I going to do? What's free? I'll, I'll type out some snotty old song. I'll piss off. Frame it with Times New Roman. Times New Roman, that's tragic. So, at, l- at least bring Calibri or something. Thank you. Yeah. Wingdings. Wingdings. Wingdings would be a lovely hieroglyphic song. But what I want to know, so she, she knows the Aroma. song. Stop trying to distract yourself, Mitch. I know she's got a tattoo on your arm. Who's that on the inside of your arm? Yeah, I know. Is, uh, it, is it new? Uh, it, it's actually about two years old. I, I I've on, never on noticed it before. before. But it, that's, the, uh, that's the notorious Conor McGregor on my arm. Conor McGregor, the UFC what? fighter you got on your arm. You're a yeah, big he's, fan. He's a, he's, a, he's a beauty. He's a beautiful man inside and out. 
So, are you a big UFC fan, are you? Um, yeah, but I'm also I'm more so of a fan of his just due to like his his philosophies, like trying to. He basically came from nothing and and made something of himself. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Mm. And so every time I get down, I look at the mirror with, with his crazy face, and then I I replicate it and go. Ah! Oh really? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's, that's a, cool. it's a personal story that New Zealand didn't need to hear. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm glad that I know now. I love that Conor McGregor is your hero. That's Shit, amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh, John, the, the ship one on your on your stomach. That's well, let's talk are, about the. Uh, I'm good. a big fan of sailing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like James Cook in the Endeavour. Okay. <laughs> Can you explain the butterfly coming out from your pubes? I also like insects. <laughs> <laughs> And dog smoking joints. Yeah. And a dog smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a skull, skull smoking a cigarette. The, there's a dog smoking a cigarette. Smoking yeah, there. there's that one. Important Is that lesson. a Frenchie? That's a French bulldog. French bulldog. Yeah. I love French bulldogs. You got a tattoo of my dog wearing a hat, <laughs> smoking a joint. Uh, Mr. James, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Uh, I look forward to seeing you at hashtag KFC Edge Fest. KFC Edge Fest. Yeah. Let's get it done. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good Shaz fun. Shaz is coming on stage and singing her song. Yeah. yeah. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Eyebrows. My song is called. Called, um, what's a really good Beyonce song that I could say I wrote? I'm pregnant and I could give birth at any stage. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good song. Hey, Beyonce got out of Coachella because she was preggers. Maybe you can get out of KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I've got out of a couple of them. <laughs> John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge.